I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Bringing you the truth, or something like the truth, this is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Yo, what's good? Happy Thursday. Good afternoon and welcome on to the bottom line on 100.7 score, 107thescore.com or the 100.7 score mobile app. Brought to you as always by our friends at Happy State Bank. Yours on television, Fox 34 News Now. I'm like trying to hold back, uh, you know, burps right now. Well, no, um, we're, we're uh, tacos we're, and burritos, tacos and burritos. There's a party going on back there. Uh, he's Chris Sneed. I'm Choice Woodman. Clint Scott across the way taking care of us. Hey, yo, Sneeder. What's up? Uh, yeah, the uh, big shout out to our buddy, loyal listener, Chris over at the Burrito King. He's, uh, yeah. He hooked us up. With I didn't know we were the hookup because it, yeah, he didn't know how clutch he came in today because. You didn't have lunch? Well, I, I, I was in um, student alumni board interviews from since basically 1030 till like just before I came here, rolled in, I leave here, I'm going to go to a museum, to the tech museum mm-hmm. for a meeting, and then I'm in interviews until 3 o'clock, mm. and then I've got a college up. baseball hall of fame induction meeting. I mean, I'm I'm hammered until, I mean, I, I get 6 o'clock, I got Tasso baseball meeting. What's in the drink? Huh? You did say you're hammered. Oh, nothing. This is just that's straight just, vodka right there. It's just, just uh, thought you were doing my, this dry uh, January. Thing. Fitness water. Fitness the water. old sneaking in the water bottle into okay. the music pack. Yeah, I don't think so. You ever done that? <laughs> no. Lies. No. Have you ever snuck anything into anywhere? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I went to Texas Tech. <laughs> Come on. Okay, I'm just making I mean, sure you. I, you I, I mean, you I, scoffed at my first. Uh, I mean, I can't remember a Tech football game. I think I went to maybe a uh, ah, singular Texas Tech football game where I didn't have uh, in, in college. In college. Oh. And after I graduated from college. No, still. I'm doing it still. Well, you know what? Uh, you know what? High, My, so. uh, the year after I graduated, I think I still I, – the year after I graduated, I still sat in the student section. What's your go-to method? Oh, it was just the Bacardi in the boot. Okay. The boot yeah. is the – yeah. Yeah. Boot's the classic. But then, you know, you couldn't do that in the uh, – you know, and uh, and it's I wasn't wearing boots to uh, September games, so you're wearing your back then. I know jorts. You're wearing your jorts back then, so you just shoved it like, down your pants. I was about to say, you're strapping it to the leg like a salami. You or... just shove it down your pants, and yeah. you know if you know you do whatever you want, man. Yeah, you make whatever thoughts you want to make. Okay, okay. You want to check me out? You want to pat me down? Here I am. If, no, I know. I know some college students have mastered the art of uh, not breaking the the seal on the water cap. Yeah, and so you can oh, pour yeah. straight vodka. Well, yeah, you can do that because now you can bring a bottle of water yeah, into you, the game, and they just you know go that route. You just can't. There's all sorts it. of ways. Yeah, you've that's that's actually pretty easy to open that deal without breaking the the seal on it. Just yeah, fill yeah. it up with uh, with your your favorite spirits. Yeah. Unopened bottle. Yeah. yeah. 
We'd uh, love to have your thoughts, your comments, your questions, whatever you want to bring in. The Exploring Center chat line, wide open to you. We're here for it. Today. Um, Clint will have uh, Take versus Take for us at 1230. It's coming your way. Kaylee's Dailies, of course, at 1245. We've got... Um, Y'all did a good job with that yesterday, by the way. Y'all being Clint. Oh, Clint, kind of you know, he, he had all the proper, you know, stops to ask for the... That's good. He did. He asked for all the weights and the heights and the emus. And speeds. Yeah, that's true. Thank you. Um, big news out of college football. We'll, we'll chatter about what? it. What? Nick Saban. He gone. He gone. And then Bill Belichick's like, I can't let him have his moment. So he gone, too, this morning. He, he steps away from the Patriots this morning. There's a great picture of, uh, I have, I have a, a great picture of Nick Saban yelling at me and Randall Kaiser. Ooh, really? Yeah. Uh, my he's guess, actually my he's, guess is this would have been in like a thirty point win. Absolutely. He's, he's winning the game. Nick he Saban just doesn't scored seem a touchdown. To ever yell until they're up by a ton, and then he gets after. He the, just the scored officials. a touchdown. Yeah. His team just scored a touchdown to go up basically like twenty twenty something to to three over Louisiana Monroe, and I'm running up the happy sideline. Uh huh. And Nick Saban is absolutely lighting our line judge on fire. Okay, and is I he stopped. saying something like? Hey, I gotta yell because my players gotta think I'm tough. Or is he actually, you know, he's actually laying into him. He's laying into him. But I used to hate going and doing a game when they were playing a team like that and they were winning big because that's when you know he was going to lay into us. Yeah. Because he says, I'm still in the game. You still be in the game. And, you know, most of the time, most games, a tight game, he doesn't usually yell at us. I've noticed that. So. Uh, Saban will go down. I'll go find that picture and show if, it to you. If not the best college coach in history, he is definitely one of the best. So um, someone's going to have to follow a legend. Yeah, and I'd be curious for to, to get the real reason why he's stepping away. I've got my thoughts, and I think we're all going to we're all going to uh, surmise what uh, what uh, what caused this. But really, yeah, a real reason. Well, I think he's probably. Frustrated and fed up with the whole idea of NIL and free open transfer and okay. the the lack of of loyalty, you know, to and within programs from these kids, the the number of things that these kids are offered and they just still would walk out and just say, ah, I'm gonna do this for me. And it it a coach like Nick Saban doesn't have the the whole idea of team and and winning and you know, playing for your teammates and playing for each other and things like that, it just goes out the window with stuff like NIL because these kids are going to, I'm going to get mine, man. Which is why we hear stories of Kirby Smart uh, potentially listening to, to the Falcons and that yeah. sort of thing because yeah, absolutely, you know, he's, he's tired of having to re-recruit, not just or having to recruit. You got to re-recruit your, your own players. Guys. You got to re-recruit your own players. You yeah. got to recruit the portal. Like it, The job has tripled yeah. in terms of recruiting you know, in the last once I recruit a guy and get him on campus, I shouldn't have to worry about do I have to re-recruit that guy again or next do I have year? To go bother a donor to pay him more money yeah. so he can hang around that, he, because we're being punished for him having a great season. Now, Kirby Smart, we're not talking about him because you know he gets the cream of the crop and all the payment. But someone like Joey McGuire has to deal with that. It's like crud. Taj Brooks had a great season, or not a good example, but. Some so and so had a fantastic season, and he doesn't, or he's got a couple of years left. So now we gotta, we gotta find someone to pony up just so he'll stay on campus and 
doesn't get plucked by Texas or Alabama. Yeah, the guy looking. Hey, we need we need some uh, we need some running back help. Hey, that Texas Tech's got a pretty good one. I'd say let's go get them. Not, we get theirs. Not, not too shabby. So uh, we will get into the coaching carousel. Uh, the latest lists on the name. We'll just go off some Vegas odds on who could be the next Alabama coach and what kind of you know ripple effect that has across college football. Should be pretty interesting to see there. Uh, all sorts of other little tidbits, nooks and crannies we'll get into today. Nooks. I love nooks, but not so much the crannies. Not the crannies. Yeah. Really, I'm more of a cranny guy than mm. myself. We will... Uh, Should have known. Yeah. Cranny guy, horse name. <laughs> That's one, one letter off from being really weird. Um... <laughs> We'll we'll uh, go. Uh, I love this show. Of course, why, why wouldn't you? Yeah, we'll we'll definitely talk some Cowboys as well as Dallas has a big one coming up this weekend. A huge wild card weekend. Looking forward to a lot of matchups. You got the bottom line. Set the headlines for you next on one hundred point seven. The score. Getting to the point. But taking the scenic route to get there, this is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. It is time for Take versus Take, first ever bout between Chris Sneed and myself, of course, Woodman. Clint Scott has the questions. Let's get it all. Right, and just uh, just so you know, Sneed, Choice is looking for back-to-back wins here as he uh, had highway robbery yesterday, but he does get the win. Goes down on the uh, record book as a dub. So that's what you're up against. Great. All right. All right. It's about right for me. <laughs> Sneed, I will ask you first, plain and simple, you have a tortilla in front of you. Mm. What are you filling it with? Well... Um, if it, if I have a tortilla, about, I, God, my, you just I, think about what you just ate. Huh? I, I, the, the tortilla <laughs> I just had had chorizo, egg, and cheese in it, and that's not a bad choice for me, myself, mm-hmm. my friends. Um, I mean, let's see, where would I go? I'm all so many choices. Uh, if I'm gonna go breakfast burrito, I'm, I'm, a, I'm. I almost said something that's going to 1,000% become a horse name. <laughs> oh, boy. Why not? Why not? Just go out there. I'm packing it with meat. <laughs> We're packing it with meat. Chorizo, sausage, bacon, egg, cheese with some salsa. Super meat combo. Okay. Yeah. Choice. Pack it with meat. Okay. He went breakfast, which I love mm-hmm. breakfast. But if I'm able to put anything... In there, I'm definitely going the combination fajitas, and we're going with uh, we're going with steak, a little bit of shrimp in there, scramps, slight bit of chicken. Then what you do? Here's the key: you have the melted butter. You pour that over the top of all the meats. Mm. Pour that over the top of all the meats. Throw some of the fajita vegetables in there. Uh, top it with a little bit of cheese, not too much. And you're talking like a meat sock right there, basically. And we're going to town. I think that's the nickname for a snake. Meat sock. <laughs> Definitely horse name. Bread meat sock horse name. <laughs> sired by meat sweats. <laughs> pretty good. Um, so you both did something I actually don't like to do. 
Oh. And that is mix the different steak and shrimp. That's about as much as I will go. But like my breakfast burrito, I like meat, egg, cheese, which I know egg protein. Yeah. But I'm more in on the chorizo. Mm. So Sneed gets the point. Even with the butter sauce. You can put butter sauce on chorizo too. It's true. Or we could just use salsa. <laughs> butter sauce. Worst name. Uh, we already have butter crotches. What about right. butter britches? Mm. All right, so you guys are going to answer for your opponent. In honor of the mm. Saban statue being mm. oatmeal cream pies laid at its feet like he was dead. Oh, what would that? you is that really is that really happening? I saw a picture of it last night. What would you lay at the feet of a statue of your opponent after they retired? <laughs> like what do we just pick the opponent? Your opponent, Sneed. It's, oh, who are you playing oh, right this now? This opponent. Okay, take versus you meant, take opponent. I thought we were picking a like a coach. Okay, uh, so if I were to lay something at the statue of Sneed when he retired, oh my goodness! Like I've got some really boring answers, like a whistle or a ref uniform. That that's uh-huh. no, that's no bueno. Um. Oh, I'm blanking so hard on this. I'm about to lose this just by not having an answer. A pair of a pair of running shoes for you. In favor of Bullfighter. Wow. So maybe you can get a little more speed there. Mm. Mm. Okay, some some running shoes. At the feet of Sneed's statue. What's at the feet of Choice's statue? I would give three little um, teddy bears named Lady, Indy, and Belle, which coincide with the mascots at Baylor University. (laughs) 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 All right, Choice trying to avoid a sweep. That That was well done. That is well done. (laughs) I'm like trying so hard. Man. It'll come to me in like 30 minutes, but that was... <laughs> Jamie's going to come on and be like, Ah, oh, Sneed, come back! I, I mean, that was phenomenal. I got it. I hate you for I gotta, it. I got to take this mic off so I can drop it. <laughs> I hate you for it, but that was a really good answer. <laughs> okay, uh, so now you're just going for the sweet. Yeah. Might as well. I, was, I mean, yeah. What is the most difficult thing... That you think you could sneak into a movie theater, and how would you do it? Oh wow! A difficult thing I could sneak into. Does this have to be me solo? Because we have done this as a you family. Solo. I, I know solo. You, it has, your family yeah, has it, done. It the has wife, to be you the wife by yourself. With the whole bag purse helps, but yeah. it has to be you by yourself. By okay. myself, no help. no help. Am I wearing a big giant coat? It's up to you. It's how okay. how do you your do own it? Method. I'm gonna say I could get me a foot long corn dog. How would you do it? Just like you think. <laughs> no, you have to say it out loud. <laughs> Just like you think. I'm going to slide it down my pants. In the back? In the front, my friends. <laughs> you were really excited to say that, weren't you? Oh, well, no. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. 
I think I don't think a foot long corn dog would be that difficult to to get in. I mean, it's, if I you mean, got a puffer I jacket, mean, you could just hey. You know, I mean, it's a lot of competition happening there, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh, I asked for it. <laughs> you did. You gotta put it's that like on a, tea. It's right a there. different type of tea. race. Kind of tip that up on a tee right there. Okay, I think the most difficult thing to sneak in would be ice cream, and I'm going like the full half gallon, which is not a full half, you know, of uh, Bluebell. I'm taking a full half gallon of Bluebell, and I'm going to sneak that in. In uh, in the puffer jacket, I think no one can question your roles. Fat shaming. We got promos running about it, so you can Wish have as many. Different. You can have as many lumps in the puffer jacket as you want, and no one's going to question you. Like golly, man, they they question you. You ask to speak to a manager. Yeah, I think you both could sneak both of those things in. I will say the ice cream's a little more oblong shaped. So, uh, choice, you somehow avoid the sweep. Somehow. But Sneed, Sneed gets the win. Corn dog Sneed. All right. Uh, it's only my second win ever. You, you earned it. You earned <laughs> it. <laughs> my second win ever. I, uh, I think I defeated Kyler. Girl Kyler. <laughs> when she was like, her, really? her last name when kept she on changing from like, Owen four, Owen five. Owen, Owen Kyler. It was turned into Ofer. Owen Kyler. <laughs> Um. Okay, y'all chime in on the Yates Flooring Center. No, you you beat me one time when Brennan was asking questions. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So that, also, yeah. it's my third win. Number three, my lord. All right. All right. Number three. Second reference in two days. Shrek. There we go. You got it. Mm. Kids watched that last night. Uh, I would put a bottle of wine for Sneed. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Touche. Hey, if I can take the bears, you Touché. can take the wine. Touche. Someone else... <laughs> For choice, RG3's Baylor jersey. <laughs> like that, some, that's not nearly as personal. ugly uniforms. Those are not, that's not nearly as personal as the three teddy bears. Mm. Uh, that was really it, well done. Packing it with meat, horse name. Uh, saw where McGuire said he isn't interested with the Alabama job. <laughs> Jeff or Joey? Did Joey really say that? Have you seen anything I on that? I haven't seen anything like I ha- that. I haven't either, but that's funny. Well, I'd like to go out on, on the limb right now and just say that I'm also not a candidate for okay. the Alabama job. Me too. I'll I'll jump on board. No. Can I be can I be marked safe from being a candidate for the Alabama job? I think you can. Do they still do that on the Facebook? Uh, I saw somebody said marked being safe. marked safe from knitting a, a Stanley mug. In 2023, <laughs> what in the world is going on with those Stanley mugs? Did you see the sales? So, uh, hey, Clint. The so like uh, I think in 2019 they did like 73 million dollars in sales. Yeah, Stanley did. Last year they did almost a billion dollars. Well, in sales. because sorority girls figured them out. Women, yeah. I all know. of a sudden, the sorority girl, some sorority girl was carrying that thing around, and all the other sorority girls are just like him. I mean, it's like. How do you become an influencer? You become a sorority girl. I mean, hey, you know, I got I'll one. Of yeah, choice. Just become a sorority girl. I'll do it Absolutely. For the money. Hey, how many? How many? Man. How many sorority girls does it take to change a light bulb? Six. One. One. One to call the electrician. Two to complain about manual labor, and three to make a T-shirt about the event. 
<laughs> it's the bottom line. Kaylee Bailey's next on 100.7 score. Bringing you the truth, or something like the truth, this is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Happy Thursday, y'all. It is the Bottom Line on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman, Chris Sneed, joining you from the First United Bank studio. And Kaylee joins us in spirit. Yeah, caca. I was about to say, can't go without the caca. It's like a valley girl bourbon. Yeah, caca. Yeah. I mean, uh, sorority girl. There you go. Oh, jeez. With their giant bird Stanley cup. How many sorority girls did it take to check? No, I'm sorry. You already, you already did uh, that one. Yeah, we good. <laughs> we're good. You, you still don't get it. Uh, choice, I'm there. Sir? You know, you don't get it. <laughs> You'll never get it. Uh, Clint. Ouch. Yes, sir? Kaylee says, obviously, I always talk about animals in this segment. But today, she says, a living creature I've always been curious about is the Venus flytrap plant. That's not an animal. It's a living creature, she says. Okay. Um, she says, we'll dive into that today. The Venus flytrap plants are famous for being the only plant that will reverse the food chain. They will reverse the food chain by eating insects and other minute animal prey items. This perennial plant is able to accomplish this feat uh, due to their hair-like projections known as trichomes. These trichomes will sense the vibration of a fly landing near them and will close their specialized leaves around their catch, then slowly digest the insects so they can absorb the nutrients and aid in photosynthesis. Sounded like the Sarlacc in uh, Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, to conserve energy, the Venus flytraps will only close their trichomes after their trichomes have been touched more than once. How about that? Trichomes. Uh, these Venus flytraps may seem like an exotic plant species, but they are actually native to... America. You want more specific? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Florida. <laughs> North and South Carolina. North and South Carolina. That was my next. <laughs> yeah. Florida these, was a good, that's where I was going to guess. Yeah. These plants adapted to a carnivorous lifestyle due to them inhabiting bog environments that were low in nutrients, making it necessary for them to find a new food. The Venus flytrap. How about that? How about it? I, I think... Uh, what do you get your trichomes around? You know, burritos and tacos mostly. Mm. It's recently. Um, I have always been fascinated by Venus flytrap. I've had... Have you had one? Two. Two? Did and you I, catch any flies? I never got to watch it do it. Well, I mean, obviously not, the flies went away. Yeah. But that's because of... You know, you, because you're such a good fly catcher, right? Well, yeah, I remember. You're, you're catching them in your hands. Yeah, why did you need a Venus no, flytrap? No, but I'd watch, I'd watch and watch and So watch. are you lying to us? Has the Venus flytrap actually been catching all the flies and you're just taking the credit? That's right. No, I haven't <laughs> had one since I was a kid. And should we start calling you the choice flytrap? But it, mine was really like a small version. It was little bitty. I wanted to 
get a big one, but <laughs> fourteen year old. <laughs> Sorry. So I wanted a big one. <laughs> you know, don't we all? Could you sneak uh, it into a theater? Of course I could sneak it. And would you have to buy the ticket? Oh, it's a living organism. It's a living creature. You could probably get away with the child's ticket on it, right? I would think at least. Yeah. Yeah. We need to test that hypotenuse. Hypotenuse. Hypothesis. <laughs> We're going with the... Uh, we need to test that hippopotamus. <laughs> test that hypotenuse triangle. <laughs> I was about to say, are we going with the uh, <laughs> triangles here? Oh, man. All right, a few from the uh, chat line. Yeah, talk to me, Jesus. I'm sure the three Baylor Bears are had Ty Beanies made of them. Ty Beanie Babies made of them. Yeah, I'm sure they did. Yeah. I... I don't. My collection has shrunk a lot because I uh, the Beanie Baby collection. Yeah, I sold most of it off. I'm sorry. I'm I think not, I gave most of it away. Actually. Yeah, I, I I didn't have a collection of those. I had quite a few. Still, I think they're in the attic. Great. I honestly haven't seen them in a while. Great. I mean, good. Uh, you're not pretty <laughs> enough to be an influencer. Sorry, choice. <laughs> <laughs> That's I mean, not true. Hey, no. Wait That's a second. True. Wait a second. The texter is 1,000% right. If you look at the influencers out there. They are usually pretty. They are yeah. not ugly people. Yeah. It, they're, not, they're like Telemundo. And what do we know about Telemundo? Telemundo does not put ugly people on the air. Okay. They do not. Okay. Good to know. And, and influencers, they're, they're, the reason they're influencing people is because they're hot. So you're saying like Fox mm. 34 News Now is kind of like the opposite of Telemundo. What are you trying to say? Mm. It's mostly your co-host. Oh. Mm. Mm. Rude. Uh, just my emotional support Venus flytrap here. There you go. And you got to get a little vest for it. Uh, let's see. This for basketball. Told you there's a couple of basketball questions. Question. Yeah, answer. I love when anybody starts a question with a question. Question. Answer. Did anyone else see the three undefeated Big 12 teams after two games being Baylor, Kansas State, and us? Um, Absolute unit of a conference we have this season. I uh, did not see that. I would not have. Uh, I would have not have had. I would have it. definitely had Tech in that group. Oh, K State, yes, because they played OSU and West Virginia. UCF. Oh, they played West Virginia and Sorry, UCF. West Virginia and UCF. I had that backwards. Uh, West Virginia UCF. Uh, definitely would have guessed Kansas would have been there, especially with their loss not coming to TCU. Wouldn't have guessed it was going to be UCF last Woof. Night. Yeah, by the way. I'm not, I know you guys are going to talk more about that later on, but woof. What in the world happened there? I, I watched a good I I, Hey, I don't need to hear any of your explanations over there. Just just back up. Back away from the mic. Oh. <laughs> I, I can tell you what happened. I, I, no, I'm, I, don't, I don't want any of your Kansas explanations. Oh, no. I was, I was, it was bad, <laughs> bad on Kansas. Yeah. <laughs> the, the refs betrayed well, the ref, him. Did the refs screw you last night? <laughs> no. No. Well, what did hey, I say? Welcome to say, our world. I will say Kevin <laughs> McCuller got away with one of the biggest fouls I've ever seen, not called a foul. But mm. that's what they did on the other side too. Literally there the play is. before. There it is. Mm, there it is. No, but Kansas, Kansas Kansas decided to throw it to the sideline eighty seven times. That's why they lost. Uh, D-Rock says, do y'all think basketball will be ranked if we beat K-State on Saturday? I think we've had this question like once a day. Yeah, I mean, it's... It depends what happens in front of you, yeah, but it really does. in general, yes. Yeah. I, I think... I, I'm, I'm less worried about being ranked in January and more worried about being ranked at the end of February. 
Now, and now, um, now, now, let's let's qualify that. Do I want to be ranked 25th in February? No. I, I mean, if you're in the rankings now, that's good. You just can only go up if you keep winning. But uh, so Texas probably gets to hold their spot. I don't know who Texas has the rest of the week. I don't know anybody. No. I, we'll have to see. Texas is at 25. They play at West Virginia. So Texas, oh by default, gets to keep their 25th spot. Although, although have, have, you, have you watched Texas and their schedule? They have played to the level of everyone they've played this year. I don't they, know. Them and, I, I don't know. Them they and play, Ole Miss. They didn't play very well against Marquette. They got beat by like 20. Yeah, well, I know, them. yeah. But I'm, I'm talking about the teams that are below them. Okay. I mean, they had no business Pulling out a one-point win over Cincinnati. I don't care. You Cincinnati is not good, okay? Yes, I know they went out to BYU and BYU. Maybe we're finding out that BYU is not good. Well, they're on too, so. Yeah, but good gosh. Texas should have got up there and wiped the floor with, with the Bearcats. Yeah. Well, um, anyway, the, the teams in front right now, FAU, Texas, Gonzaga, Creighton, Clemson, Utah State are all the – the twenty-five through twenty. Yeah, you're um, receiving votes. You're you're on the radar text right now. Thirty-one that's in terms that's you, of that's where you need to be. Yeah. So I don't. I, I mean, think, I think they're going to be a ranked team if they win on Saturday. But we'll same. We'll see. Same, and you know you can't predict you, it. You, yeah. Perfectly. You, you know. I mean, since he's dropping off that list, who's in front of Tech? Yeah. Um, you'll hop over a couple of those other teams. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, doesn't matter. Like you said, right now. I, I, I shouldn't you, say it like that. I, I shouldn't does. say it like it doesn't matter. I mean, you want to be ranked. It's it's a badge that you want to have. You want to have that in your toolbox that you're also ranked. Sure. And and no matter what, people look at you differently when that little number is next to your name, even if it's 25. You get more people to click on your game if you've mm-hmm. got a number next year. Yeah. There's and no it, question. And so I, I, I kind of take that back. I You know what? Maybe, yeah, let's get ranked and let's go. But you know, I, I, but your point was it's more important to be ranked later than now, and yeah. that that holds true. I just don't want to. I don't want to make it sound like it's not important at all, which sometimes I can do. I said, "Wow, choice Snead is one thousand percent certain you are not attractive." I didn't say that. Sorry, I know me. He's just not my type. I can get down with that. Snead, have a great rest of your day. I plan to. I almost missed you. Bam! Got to at least touch rings. Oh, Sneed's out. We'll have uh, there we go. <laughs> have Jamie coming in next. You're listening to the bottom line. Rolling on on 100.7 the score. Bringing you the truth or something like the truth. This is the Bottom Line podcast from 100.7 the score. It's the bottom line on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman, Jamie Lent, yours from the First United Bank studio. Keep hitting us up. Thoughts, comments, questions. All welcome on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. A new bowl game proposed that I'll uh, show Jamie in a moment. Schmuckety schmuck bowl? It's, I think you, I think your name is better, but it's, okay. it's along those lines. So we'll get to that in a little bit. First, I want to get to a uh, couple from the Yates Flooring Center chat line. The fact that UT is still ranked is comical. It is. Heard that like every day this week and still true. Uh, This one says, Viva73 says, I have watched every Lady Raider basketball game 
that I could get on ESPN Plus. Why do we always have such a slow start against good teams? I've been watching them for three years, and it's the same song, just a different verse. Guys, this show is so enjoyable now since Woodman moved to the bottom line. Wow. I should have quit reading. Uh, Keep up the good work. (laughs) I didn't read the whole thing. Okay, so here's the question. (laughs) I don't like to... Here's the question. Did the text come in during our show or did it come in during the last show? <laughs> it's 12 minutes ago. Okay. <laughs> that is very fair. So it was a compliment to you. So it was, but I, like, I didn't mean to keep going. Like, because trying... if that had come in at 11.45. Then it would have been hilarious. Yeah, that this show is so enjoyable well, now, now that, that Woodman's in... <laughs> Oh, I, yeah. I like you, Viva 7.3. Uh, yes. But... Why do they get off to a slow start? I think if anybody can peg that, they're probably going to be on Krista Gerlich's staff. They have struggled with that a lot over the last couple of years. Or three. Yeah, and it feels like to me that, you know, Bailey Moppin and, and Jazz Shavers are both really good scorers. And, I mean, they've been in double figures almost every game this season, both of them. Um, there's been a few here and there for each of them that they haven't, but most of them they have. It feels like to me that um, Bailey is more of a kind of let the game come to her kind of a score, mm-hmm. um, whereas Jasmine is a little bit more aggressive early on in games. And both of them kind of struggled early on last night, and there's just not enough, I mean, go-to scores on that team where you could you can allow, you can handle those two being off for a little while and go get over it. And that's really, to me, the biggest problem is they just don't have enough weapons. Um, sure. Kyla Freelon, once you've gotten into Big 12 play, her play is, you know, she's trying to play four or five, and I think she's maybe a three or a four, and she's doing the best she can, but they just don't have any bigs. And <clears throat> she's playing out of position. I think other girls, I think there are too many girls on that team that to me are one-dimensional. They can shoot, but they can't put the ball on the well, floor and create. And I don't know that they have um, enough creators, enough girls that make their teammates around them better, if that makes sense. So I I just – I'm not sure why because clearly they get it going after a while. And, you know, credit Coach Gerlich and, and the staff to making adjustments and the team to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but it definitely is a problem. It was a problem way back when, you know, when, <clears throat> excuse me, when uh, you were beating some some bad teams badly, but you'd still start out slow, and then you'd just crush them in the second half. But, yeah, I don't know what the, the magic idea potion is there is to get them, make them take warm-ups in the other gym earlier or something to get them going. I don't think so. No. It's just a mindset uh, to in my opinion, it's a mindset with these girls that hey, we've got to come out clicking on all cylinders here. We can't be nervous. We can't be timid. We can't be tentative. We just have to at- attack from from the tip. And I don't think we've seen that so far. Yeah, and just because you're a slow starting team doesn't mean if you remember Chris Beard's teams notoriously started slow a lot. A okay. lot of times you saw those teams start slow. Just because you start slow doesn't mean it's going to be a 
a terrible basketball team. I mean, you're still two and two in Big Twelve play. Right. I think. I think. And you, and you beat a good team in Kansas on Saturday, absolutely. Yeah. Who just beat Baylor last night on yeah. the women's side of things. That's a big win. Huge. I mean, yeah. So I, I think um, what you're talking about, you know, some of the deficiencies you have with lack of bigs and that sort of thing. I heard. I had a coach tell me the other day, "Hey, great shooting can make up for a lot of things in <laughs> in basketball. So if you have a good shooting night." You're not going to notice those things. And you've had those sure. nights. Like Jada Wynn the other night, when she's on, it makes a big difference mm-hmm. for the team. What, what but she's she, just not going to – she's just – no, she's not going to get the, those shots that often anymore. No, no. no I mean, the, <laughs> the word is out, and she struggles to drive, to yes. put the ball on the floor and move. And so they're going to face guard her, and they're going to take away the three-point shot all season long until she proves she can go around them. Yep. And that's her kind of um, expanding her game a little bit. Yeah. Um, because Lindell, Jeff says the slow starts because the Lady Raiders miss bunny shots. Yeah, they miss a lot, a lot around oh, the rim. That's fair. Okay. Um, it sure would be nice to have a inside presence that you can go to and, you know, hey, let's get it into the post. Go Even if it's inside out and you're kicking out to those shooters or, hey, let's get – get it inside and get to the free throw line and all that. But right now they just don't have that kind of presence. Uh, this one from the chat line, switching gears a little bit. Who do you guys see as the next Alabama coach? Well, uh, there's like odds and stuff on this, and that's probably the best lists to go off of. So, Wasn't Dan Lanning in Tuscaloosa today? Is that yes, a rumor? But is then that a he real put, thing? He put out a – yeah, I think he was there. And then he put out a video – he and or Nike or Phil Knight or Oregon or somebody puts out this video saying, I'm staying put. It was kind of cheesy. He's like smoking a cigar at the end of it. He says, the grass is not always greener, but it's pretty darn green in Eugene. Something like that. I mean, it was a little cheesy. I, I for the most part, like Dan. So Lane. he didn't get the job? <laughs> That's kind of, I mean, I'm wondering if they're like, oh, well, there's, we're going to go a different route after the interview. I don't know. But. I, I think he was there, or you know, he didn't get the job, or Phil Knight money whipped him, gives him a huge contract extension. Who knows? But looks like it won't be Lanning, and it sounded like that was going to be. I mean, they were very close to doing that. Um, so there's different odds out there. You can find all sorts of ones. Particular list I have from SportsBetting.ag says Lane Kiffin, number one at seven to one odds. Steve Sarkeesian. I would think Sark before I would think Kiffin. Uh, Mike Norvell at Florida State. Mm-hmm. Those are the three heavy favorites at the moment. Okay. Kurt Signetti. I don't even know how to say his name. The guy at uh, Indiana. Okay. He's on there. Kalen DeBoer. Both those tied at 14 to 1 odds. Bob Stoops on this particular list is sixth. <laughs> Do you think if they offered him the job, he's coming out of retirement? Wasn't he coaching the Renegades? Renegades, yeah. Yeah, so UFL now. That's what he's coaching. The classic UFL back to Division One college football. I don't think Alabama's offering Bob Stoops. I would the be job. surprised at that, but I'm wondering why those odds are so high or so decent. Uh, Dabo Sweeney also there. I just don't think Alabama's going to go that route because of his. I don't want to say for refusal, but his desire not to use the transfer portal and NIL and all that, and that's, what if that's a like, big part of the game there at You just Alabama. don't have to know about it. 
Dabo. Let us take care of that part. Yeah. Yeah, it's a big part of the game. And not, I mean, I don't know. Why is, uh, why is Kirby Smart's name not being mentioned more? Mm. Is that a complete lateral move? I know he's won two national titles there, but uh, yeah. Bama's still a bigger brand than Georgia overall. Yes, but I mean, is that what, is everybody searching for that? For what? For, for I want to coach the biggest brand, or is Kirby Smart saying, man, I got it rolling right here. Why would I mess with it? Yeah, probably. And Smart That's what may, I would say. Smart may be him. a Georgia guy, too. I don't, I don't even know. I think he may be from Georgia, so that would probably be it. Uh, Dion's on there, like 10th or 11th yes, on the list. please make that happen. Uh, someone did ask earlier, if Norvell got the job, do you think Dion goes to Florida State? Ooh. Ooh, I think that's a definite really get fun. Which yeah. this is something, and you can throw Michigan in with this as well, that I'm very excited about is the ripple effects. Yeah. If Michigan, if we get that word soon, uh, you would assume in the next week or so, I guess. Yeah, that's got to happen pretty soon. So you could have three or two or three big coaching vacancies that's going to have a trickle-down effect across college mm-hmm. football. Sure. I think that could be a lot of fun <laughs> to see. Is there any chance? I know this question was asked at the end of the previous show, but any chance any Big Twelve coaches end up moving with that ripple effect? I mean, mm-hmm. Dion's probably most likely, but Lance Leipold, anybody? Can we get him out of here? Please. It's the bottom line on one hundred point seven. The score. Getting to the point, but taking the scenic route to get there. This is the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Glad to be with you on a Thursday. It is the Bottom Line on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. 30 minutes away at 2 o'clock. A new bowl game they're tossing out there. I really can't tell if they're serious about it or not. Uh, the sources it's coming from, I think it is a possibility, but we'll we'll see if Jamie's into it. It's at 2 o'clock. Dad joke in uh, 15 minutes right now. Peace. Time now for Jamie's question of the day. Brought to you by someone not named Jamie. Hey, Jamie. At a certain point, can't, it, can't, can't we just call it the question of the day? No, no. It's already branded no. too well. Yeah. It's Jamie's question. You own this. I think we should commit and like have big voice guys say Jamie's question of the day brought to you by Jamie. And just go you know, full in. Lean into it, Jamie. That would seem weird. I think it'd be Jamie's like minions or something. Brought to you by Jamie's people that are lower than him. <laughs> you know, something like that. Well, I have to find one of those. All right, Jamie. Clint. Taking you to the golf world just for a moment. Rory McIlroy. You know the guy, right? I know him. Okay. Mm-hmm. How, how is, is he nice? I've never met him. Oh, okay. okay. Rory McIlroy said uh, last week in an interview that he was too judgmental of the live golfers, the people that defected from the PGA and went to the live tour. He was one of the most outspoken people against them saying they're terrible. I mean, what are we doing? Like, he was very harsh to those people. He has backed off that stance saying he was too judgmental. I think he said this actually on a podcast. What was an instant that you feel like you have been too judgmental toward a player, coach, or team that you have backed off of that stance? 
I'm not saying you completely did a 180 and agree with them, but you, you're like, ah, I was too harsh on that. But now I don't feel as, as strong about it. Um, a sports opinion or just like a, it has to be like, I was going about... more sports here. I mean, cause you could get okay. into politics and junk yeah no 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 but but you're saying like like if you said oh it didn't have to be an opinion yeah i i think such and such is going to be a great quarterback in the nfl and then he was terrible that's fine i i mean or opposite really because you're we're talking about being too harsh on someone so you could say i thought this guy was going to be a terrible bust and he proved me wrong or like you know oh kevin durant's the worst for leaving and going to the warriors and then you back off that. Oh, well, everybody leaves and everybody. Goes. I don't. I don't know. Whatever okay. you want to take it. If you've got one, Clint. You can start the way. Well, I kind of went to what what Jamie was going. So it was the other direction. So I don't know if this counts. But this wasn't even me predicting someone would be wrong. This was me actively watching him play in the NFL and still going in high school. Why aren't the Broncos still giving Tim Tebow a shot? He's winning games. He obviously should be an NFL quarterback. Uh, and then rapidly realizing that that was just me being hateful towards the Broncos in any way, shape, or form. Uh, and can easily look back and go, yeah, there's a reason why he wasn't exactly sticking around in the NFL. I think that's fair. Because I, I was kind of the same. I'm like, he just won a, a playoff game for you, and you're trying to get rid of him? Yeah, I... Yeah, and when he and he was winning all of these close games, and you look back, well, they were close because the defense with for Denver was holding down the opposing sure. opponents by a lot, and you weren't able to score until like a magical final drive that looked ugly the whole way, and it's like that that is not a sustainable way of life in the NFL, um, and clearly they made the right call. Okay, I, I guess I. I'm going to go and say that I thought Deion Sanders was all smoke. Okay. I mean, just completely That's off his rocker. I thought he was going to be terrible at Colorado. Um, just thought that he was all hat, no cattle. Um, and I feel like not only, I feel like they were better than their record shows, but that's really not what I'm getting into. I felt like he said some things and he handled some situations in ways this year that made me think uh, he's a better dude than I initially thought. Oh, okay. I still I still have very strong opinions against him. Okay. I mean, I know some of the things you're talking about, but also some of the buffoonery that <laughs> that he's yeah, I mean, done I, is hard to to back off of. Yeah, me. no, I think Dion's a a big time showboat and all that. And okay. that's kind of who he always has been. But did you like th- him when you covered them ish in Dallas? Uh, he was not ever... there. So he was already was... gone by yeah. the time you. Yeah. Okay. So I don't really have any, any personal dealings with him or anything. Cause I think most media people that I've spoken to that had any sort of interactions did not care for Dion. Yeah. That doesn't surprise because me. Because he would completely big time you unless you are big time yourself. Unless you're ESPN or... Well, I wouldn't have had that problem. Obviously. <laughs> just slide him the cash. <laughs> Wake up in your new Bugatti. No. Okay. no. Mm. I had 
plenty of other dealings with all your heroes. I really from the thought Dallas Cowboys and I really thought you were going to go with uh, Kevin McCuller that you thought it was a horrible thing that he went to Kansas and then oh that's a great one backed off that opinion. And, yeah, because it because it, it as it came, I mean, and, and initially I was definitely harsh on him, and now it feels like you know those guys that. Uh, didn't see eye to eye with Mark Adams, you're like, well... There's a lot of them. <laughs> maybe there was a reason for that. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good oh, one. Oh, I was being sarcastic. No, Dang that's it. a good one. Terrence Shannon, same thing. Uh, Shannon, well, yeah. not a great person to use right yeah. now. Or, or I'm hoping it's... I, I, it's still hard for me to... You know, I know. I, I he went to Kansas. She went to. If you're, if you're, that's where I. If you're a Red Raider and you even have any remote love for the Red Raiders, you don't go to one of the schools that we hate the most. We would like to think that Shannon wanted to go to Michigan, ended up at Illinois. Who cares where he's from? So, yeah, yeah, I, yeah less way less harsh towards towards Shannon. But y'all can chime in on that if you want. If you got any uh, heavy sports opinions or players or coaches that you've uh, you've backed off of. Uh, mine in the opposite direction, like, that I really liked. I guess, yeah, this is opposite. Was uh, I really liked Lane Kiffin for a long time until uh, he started falsely accusing Tech of things in the bowl game and and all that all that jazz and whining and crying. And, yeah, till, till we got much closer of a, mm-hmm. a look at Lane Kiffin. Because most of mine have been surface level and social media funnies. And- but Kiffin has said some things also about college sports that I feel like he's been honest about. True. And have been accurate. True. So. Not, he's not afraid to speak his mind. No, he's not. That is that is a definite. I kind of want to see that at Alabama to see how that would go. Oh, uh, yeah. I just don't think they'll – I think he's too much of a wild card. Agreed. I think, they, I think Bama – is Bama the number one job in college football? Man, I, I don't. It's got to be like one A, one B, one C with them. I would say Ohio State. I was gonna say what, what makes it better than Ohio State? I mean the weather. Yeah. Weather. I mean playing in the South. I think makes it because there's a you're closer to better athletes. Yeah. That that's why I would probably put yeah. it ahead. I don't think the fan base is better by any means. Uh, apparently, there's a ton of apathy. If I mean, it's like you the the atmosphere is not near as good as you're gonna find at some po- spots, but in terms of recruiting to a logo, it can't be any better than Alabama right mm-hmm. now. Right now, I think as it sits right now, where Nick Saban leaves it, I think it's the best job in college football. Not necessarily when he picked it up, mm-hmm. not necessarily during my lifetime, but where it sits in this moment, I think it's probably the best job in college football. So Bama truly does have its pick. It's funny because we heard all the rumors with Texas a couple of years ago before they hired Sark. Oh, they're going to go get Nick Saban. Oh, Texas fans think, oh, we're getting we're getting Nick Saban. Throwing the money at him, he's coming over. And the funny thing is, it could go opposite here. <laughs> Texas finally found a coach that seems somewhat, I'm not going to call, call him stable, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, they've, they've got a little stability within the program, and, and Pama could go swipe Texas's coach. And yeah. I, I think that would be rather entertaining, mm-hmm. to be honest. I wouldn't mind it too much. This has been the Bottom Line Podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 100-7thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.